If you decided to embark on a fat loss or health improvement journey, you may favor reducing the amount of food-based socials that you're attending. And the key word here is reduce not remove. Removing all of them will help you get some fantastic results in the short term for sure. But the reality is, is when you go back to having food-based socials, what are you going to do then? You are far better off learning how to navigate these during a phase like this so that A, you have that skill, B, you don't turn into a hermit, and C, there isn't such a huge contrast from your more health-conscious life to your quote-unquote normal life. With that being said, one of the best tools you can learn to navigate food-based socials is educated guesstimating. And I specifically call this educated guesstimating as we want to make sure that we apply logic and knowledge to ensure we get the best possible outcome. Outcome. So today I want to run through exactly how you're going to do this so that you have a far better chance of having success at these social occasions. Step one, use a tracking app or look at food labels to get an understanding of how much protein, fats, carbs, and calories are in each and every food that you consume. In order to successfully guesstimate, you need a baseline understanding of what foods are comprised of. For example, if you go out for avocado on toast, if you don't already know what a typical slice of bread contains in terms of calories and carbs or the typical avocado for example then it's going to be really really hard for you to determine how many calories there are in, in your avocado on toast when it comes to you so if you do have that understanding you can look at this meal and think okay i know a whole medium avocado generally ranges between 160 and 200 calories that looks like an entire avocado on my plate so i'm going to be on the safe side and i'm going to say 200 calories that's a pretty thick slice of sourdough as they tend to be the one at home i have is maybe 140 calories so i'm going to double this in size and say okay, this is probably about 280. And maybe to be on the safe side, I'm going to assume that it's 300. So simply looking at food labels, using MyFitnessPal for a while will give you a really good understanding of what foods are comprised of. And then you'll be able to apply this to restaurant scenarios or times where you're at other people's houses and they are serving food for you. Step two is the simple Google search or my fitness pal search. Meals like pizza, burgers, or roast dinners, for example, are gonna be highly, highly variable. They can range from anything from 500 calories to 1500 calories. And even if you're experienced with understanding what foods contain, it can be quite hard to work this out. If you're on Google, simply type in calories in a pizza. You can be more specific if it's pepperoni pizza or whatever pizza it is. But if I just typed in calories in pizza, what tends to be the first result or sits on the side of the Google search is the nutritional values provided by the USDA, which for the most part is accurate, not always, but mostly. And on this pizza, for example, a whole pizza, which was roughly 800 grams, was 2,269 calories. And if I'm honest, that sounds about right. Same thing if I write in calories in a roast dinner. And the first result, on Google, this isn't provided by the USDA because it's a very variable food with many different ingredients in it, but it says a roast dinner is around 800 to 1000 calories. However, if you are ordering one in a restaurant, this can rise to about 1200 to 1500 calories, and that's before you've even opened the dessert menu. Once again, that sounds pretty accurate to me. And you can also do this on my fitness path if you want a better idea or want to search for specific places. Let's say you're at a McDonald's. I hope you're not, but if you are, then type in McDonald's for medium. And then you'll see a couple of different choices. It will be 337 calories, 339, 330, 380, 297. And what I usually do here is I usually remove the highest and the lowest and go somewhere in the middle. So in this case, I'd probably land on maybe 340 calories. And what's pretty cool actually is when I was doing this, you can literally go on the McDonald's menu in my fitness pal and find what you're looking for. That must be new because I've never seen it before, but that's pretty damn impressive. I am a big fan of my fitness pal. I have been for many years. It actually really did help me gain 
gain a lot of nutritional knowledge. So if you are looking to track your food, then I'd highly recommend using MyFitnessPal. If you're not interested in tracking, then it makes sense that it's not downloaded on your phone. So we've now got our baseline understanding of nutrition. We've used Google or and MyFitnessPal to check our foods. And now it's one final step, which is overestimating. The important thing to remember here is the goal of a restaurant is not to help you keep on track. It's not to deliver you the lowest calorie foods. It's to deliver you the most delicious and rich tasting food that you possibly have so you enjoy their food and you return to their restaurant. Therefore, you should always assume that the dish you're having is higher than what you might think it is and what you typically make yourself at home. If you expect that the pasta dish you have at home to be around 600 calories, it's probably best to assume that the restaurant equivalent is around 750 to 800 calories. I like overestimating by about 150 to 200 calories. It's usually a safe bet if the meal is the size that you assumed it to be. Sometimes it might be bigger, sometimes it might be smaller, but if it's right where you think it is, 150 to 200 is usually a good place to go. Even if the calories do turn out to be 600, if you're on a fat loss journey, it's much better to err on the side of caution. And this is even more important if you have multiple meals out per week. Let's say that you had two meals out and you didn't realize, but the dishes were 200 calories more than you expected. That could be enough to push you back up to maintenance and stall your weight loss efforts. The second aspect is portion sizes as well. Even if you go to a Nando's, let's say, and their medium half chicken is like 568 calories. How are you going to know if that chicken weighs an extra 100 grams? How do you know that the person isn't going to cook it with a little extra oil or a little extra sauce on this particular day? The best example I can give and one which I've been in many times is when you're ordering a burrito bowl. One day you have a super stingy person who's barely giving you anything and your burrito bowl is maybe 500 calories and the next day you have someone who's super generous and they add an extra spoonful of rice which is 75 grams maybe a little bit extra meat a little bit of extra sour cream a little bit of extra guacamole and that burrito bowl that was 500 calories yesterday could easily be 700 to 750 today and that's why guesstimating is always a wise move and i'm sure a lot of you are thinking really earlier a thousand calories for a simple meal out and the reality is that that's the case. I remember first finding out how many calories were in a cheesecake and some slices can range between 500 to 1000 calories. And that's for a simple slice of cheesecake people. So imagine what a meal out is looking like. And the goal of this is not to scare you away from eating out. It's simply to enlighten you so that when you do go out thinking that you only had a small dish of pasta, a little bit of bread on the side, and maybe a small glass of wine that you thought was pretty moderately sized, couldn't be that many calories. You know that it's actually closer to 1000 and if you don't account for that it can and will impact your goals and the reality is is that most of us go out for more than one meal per week so it's really really important that we're aware of this especially if you're someone who does client lunches you have a lot of socials going on at least you'll now be aware of this and be able to adjust accordingly so team i hope this helps and remember knowledge is power take care and i'll speak with you all tomorrow and that was the simply fit podcast i hope you gained a huge amount of value from today's episode I feel inspired to improve your health and well-being. Be sure to search for Simply Fit in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, or anywhere else you get your podcasts from. And go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Also, if you like the episode, please don't forget to give it a five-star rating. I'd love to hear your feedback or any questions you have. So reach out to me on social media. You'll find me on Facebook and Instagram at Elliot Hassoun. Thank you so much for listening. And I look forward to talking with you all on the next one.